Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Centos. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, we'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how Centos can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Centos.com. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Locked on Giants. I'm your host, Art Stapleton of The Record. You can read all my coverage of the New York Giants and the NFL on NorthJersey.com in the print editions of The Record and across the USA Today network. It is Friday, August 18th, and believe it or not, the Giants are in the middle of a game week, albeit a preseason game, Monday night in Cleveland, against the Browns. I will be in attendance for the Giants and their second preseason game. So when you look at what goes on now that training camp is over, and we talked a little bit about on yesterday's show, and I figured I would talk a little bit more about it today to kind of give you a sense of where the Giants are at now. Starting in Monday, starting Monday night, they have three preseason games in 11 days. Now, how much can you learn? How much can you prepare uh, for week one in the game that counts against the Cowboys in Arlington, prime time, when you're focused on three different games? And another factor here with this schedule is the new rule in the NFL that there is one cutdown date, Labor Day weekend, Saturday at 4 p.m. They will go from 90 to 53. That is a lot of guys losing jobs, a lot of evaluation that needs to happen. And then when within the next 24 hours after that, the practice squad can start being assembled. But every guy that you're waving ends up on the waiver wire. That is non-vested veterans. If a vested veteran gets waived, they are released. Vested veteran, three years in the league or more. There is, it is going to be personnel hell. Not just for the players who are essentially losing their jobs. But for the personnel departments of all these teams. You've got to have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, and so on and so forth in place to be able to handle what's coming up in two weeks. So when the Giants say they're starting game week, as I mentioned here earlier, what happens is that very rarely now will you have first-team offense against first-team defense and vice versa. You are not going to have Odell Beckham Jr. going up against Janoris Jenkins or Eli Apple. Same for Brandon Marshall or Sterling Shepard with DRC. That's not what happens now. Now they create, I know some of you know what it means, it's called a scout team or a look team. It's essentially the opponent. 
And that scout team is running plays that are run by the opponent. So when we're watching practice now, and the regular season rules means uh, no live tweeting, no videoing after the first 15 minutes of practice, which is really stretch lines and the first uh, drill. You're watching practice and players that are part of the scout team are running plays, both offensively and defensively, that the Giants have identified as plays that will be run by the opponent. So when the first team offense goes out on the field and they're going against a scout team, that scout team could be the second team, that scout team could be a mix and match of first team, second team. That does not mean that all of a sudden that's first team reps for guys who are on the bubble. That's not how it works. It gets to this point in the season where reps from our vantage point are meaningless. Meaningless in terms of quest for the depth chart, in terms of this guy is pushing for time with the first team, so this guy has a better chance of making the team. If anything, now the reps that are given on scout team is important for a guy who will have to play scout team. Guys who are on this roster already. You're trying to see if someone can make this team and be a valuable part of the practice squad. Because a lot of the practice squad guys are on scout team on a given week. They study that playbook as much as they study your own playbook. So when you start trying to to differentiate between what's going on in practice, who looks good in practice, who's doing this, who's doing that, when the cards go up, and we call it cards, an assistant coach stands in the huddle, holds up a cards, a card, which is a the diagram of a play to be used, in this case, for Monday night by the Browns. You've done your assessment now of the players that are involved. Because they're told how to play. They're told what to do in a given situation. Sure, there are ways to evaluate guys. If a guy starts doing really well on scout team they may get an opportunity to get out there with the first team. But for the most part, the practice is over for the stars on this team. The head-to-head competitive practice, maybe you get once a week. There were a lot of first team reps yesterday that the scout team consisted of Geno Smith at quarterback or Davis Webb at quarterback. And the question was posed to Ben McAdoo yesterday, well, does Davis Webb still have a shot at the number two quarterback? And McAdoo left the door slightly ajar. 
But after this weekend, there were four practices open to the public, open to the media, not the public. Those are closed for the remainder of the preseason. Now, we could see some crazy things happen in the preseason games, but Davis Webb hasn't had nearly enough reps for the Giants to feel comfortable enough for him to be the backup quarterback. I don't know if the Giants will be comfortable enough for anybody to be the backup quarterback on this team. I think that's more the reality. So when you start breaking down which quarterbacks you're going to keep, it's about which quarterbacks can run the scout team, which quarterbacks could be available in an emergency. And that's kind of where you're at. So I don't believe Davis Webb is competing for the number two job. What we've talked about, or I've talked about to you, is the idea that it was a long shot. But could Webb do enough in the preseason where the Giants would look at it and go, you know what, we'll keep him, we need the roster spot somebody else, uh, somewhere else, and we could sign Geno or Josh uh, in week two if it's a disaster. Or if it's a disaster and Eli Manning has a has an, uh, an injury that's going to keep him out long term, then we'll consider what we're going to do at quarterback in that situation. So I don't think necessarily you're looking at a Davis-Webb situation to compete for number two, but I also don't think that that's not a situation where Davis-Webb is going to uh, fall by the wayside. But most of Davis-Webb's reps are going to come as the quarterback of the scout team. And it was curious because I didn't see Josh Johnson get much work yesterday. It was Geno Smith and Davis Webb. You know, so let's see how that competition unfolds. It would not surprise me one bit to see the Giants play Davis Webb a majority of the preseason finale against the Patriots. And... Eli Manning will play against the Browns and against the Jets. Ben McAdoo confirmed that. So we'll get into uh, a little bit more about that in a second. We'll get to that in, in, in a second. We'll get back to that in a second. But first, a message from our friends at SeatGeek. You know, you're looking to buy tickets, you want to find a way to get a nice gift, holidays roll around, birthdays, my daughter's birthday just passed last week, you know, you're looking for things to do for the family, well, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there's a better, simpler way to buy tickets now, and that's SeatGeek. The SeatGeek app is the perfect way to find the best deals to the best events. Anywhere you go, you can find those events on SeatGeek. So here's what you gotta do. You gotta go to your app store, download the SeatGeek app, and then you're in business. SeatGeek is the smartest, smartest, easiest way to get tickets. With a seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. 
SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, a few taps, and as I told you, instantly find seats. I just use SeatGeek to search for tickets for the Giants-Patriots preseason finale. Have some family up in New England, they want to make the trip, go on SeatGeek, bang, I see what's available, what isn't available, the prices, and I can compare them to everything else that's out there. Because SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Saves you free time, it saves your time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. To get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek also grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONFL today. That's promo code LONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So back to the practice and what's going on in camp. Uh, I think you're going to see some interesting stuff this weekend. Uh, in terms of the Giants, today at Quest Diagnostic Center, we don't get Ben McAdoo, but after practice we'll get all three coordinators, so it'll be the first time that we've talked to Steve Spagnola, Mike Sullivan, and Tom Quinn since the start of training camp. That's always interesting because they can shed a little bit more light on uh, some position battles or what have you. So uh, this is the time of year where you want to hear from Tom Quinn as well. Uh, because how guys fit in on special teams really determines those final roster battles in terms of where the Giants are, uh, which guys are coming out there and, and trying to progress. Uh, ben McAdoo called Eric Flowers a bright spot from the preseason game yesterday. I think uh, half of the fan base probably went into a tizzy when they read that. You know, look, you don't have to believe Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo is going to try to back his player. You know, the thing is... McAdoo's been very consistent with saying that he treats every player on his team differently. So he knows which buttons to push. You know, I think of... I love the movie Miracle. I know it's a little bit of a Disney thing, but the obviously the story of the 1980 Olympics hockey team uh, with Herb Brooks, a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. Watch it with the kids. Watch it with your wives, watch it with your boyfriends, your husbands, whomever you want to watch it with, it's a great movie. So consider that a plug for Miracle. My wife and I watch it as often as we can. But the beauty of Herb Brooks, and it was true, he gave them, he gave all of his players a test. It was a psychological evaluation. But his goalie, Jim Craig, who obviously became an Olympic hero, refused to take the test. And Herb Brooks essentially knew he was going to refuse to take the test. So later on in the movie, after Jim Craig gives up, I think it was 11 goals against the Soviet Union at Madison Square Garden in the precursor exhibition game before the Olympics, 
he started pushing Craig's buttons and said he was gonna gonna sit him down and give Janasek, the backup co- the backup goalie, a look. And Craig was upset and flipped out, you know, said you're gonna you're getting my very best. And Brooks essentially said, Am I? And he said, Oh, you, you know, Craig Craig made a comment about his uh psychological test and Brooks said I want to see the kid in net who refused to take the test now the reason I bring that up is because I do think Ben McAdoo is very methodical it wasn't just my Siskel and Ebert version to give you uh, a synopsis of, of one of my favorite scenes in the movie Miracle is that Ben McAdoo knows which buttons on this team he can push he thinks he knows And I believe he thinks he's getting the best out of Eric Flowers that he can get right now as for terms of commitment. You know, and I made this argument uh, on several posts on NorthJersey.com. I appreciate all the feedback. If you haven't checked it out by now, please go to NorthJersey.com. Check out my two posts on Eric Flowers' video of the entire practice from Tuesday, the last practice of training camp, uh, and not just reaction from the fans, but also my evaluation of what I've seen from Flowers and where I think he goes from here. Uh, You know, Ben McAdoo made the same point that I made in my post yesterday. And you have every right to not buy into it. And I understand the Giants' offensive line as a whole and the offense in general. They've lost the benefit of the doubt the last couple years in preseason. They've struggled, they've struggled, they've struggled, and they've said, okay, well, when the lights go on in the regular season, we're going to snap out of it, and we're going to show you that you know, we're really ready. And they haven't been ready. So I understand the panic, and I understand the doubt. But I try to treat each individual season the way it is. And as I've said, the verdict will come down on September 10th. If they don't perform well, then you've got a problem. And... Jerry Reese needs to be exploring all avenues in order to make the, make the problem better. But some of those avenues are closed. Some of those avenues are one way. Some just don't make any sense. So right now, they've got a ride or die with Eric Flowers at left tackle. Now, McAdoo made it a point yesterday that, again, echoing something I had in my story, was... Practice is where you make errors. Do you want to make errors? No. But McAdoo's preference in practice is that you play aggressive, and if you make mistakes, we'll correct the mistakes. This time of year. You know, I think back to the practice before Super Bowl Forty Two on that Friday when David Tyree dropped every pass known to man. And the players all said it was the worst practice they've ever seen for a wide receiver. And then Tyree comes out in the Super Bowl, and we know what Tyree does. Catches a touchdown and then makes the most miraculous catch in Super Bowl history. And everyone kind of looks back at that Friday practice as a joke, a laugh. You could apply the same logic to Eric Flowers. Now, I don't think he's catching a ball off his helmet when they take the field on September 10th. But I do believe that we have to pull back and assess what we see. And I see some good and I see some bad. 
And I see him getting beat by a very good player in Olivier Vernon. But I also have reasoning that is in the post that you can check that out, again, on NorthJersey.com. And if you don't agree with it, at least I would ask that maybe you understand some of the rationale as to why being patient is the best course of action for the Giants right now. Joe Thomas isn't available. Everyone on social media for two years has been crying that Jerry Reese has not gone out and traded for Joe Thomas of the Cleveland Browns. Joe Thomas is not available. It's like when Yankee fans complain that they didn't go out and get Mike Trout. Mike Trout's not available. The Browns are not trading Joe Thomas. So you can argue that you wanted the Giants to make a commitment in the offseason to Andrew Whitworth to play left tackle. Okay, I could see it. But I also don't like the argument, the idea that this is a win-now team. This team has to win now. They're built to win now. But they're also not mortgaging the future. They have a lot of young players here. I understand you have a 36-year-old quarterback. But that could change in an instant. You've got to build what you can to go forward. And the Giants did things in the offseason to help their offense. Now, they need to carry through as coaches. You know, they need to be more versatile in the offensive game planning. They've got to come out in 12 personnel. You've got to have Ellison and Ingram on the field at the same time. You have Brandon Marshall, who's a better blocker in the run game than Victor Cruz was. A better presence on the outside than Victor Cruz was. Cruz was a slot receiver playing on the outside. It doesn't mean he can't play on the outside, but Marshall is clearly an upgrade to that. His frame fits everything that Eli Manning wants in a receiver on the outside. So when you're considering all of that stuff, Rhett Ellison, I haven't seen Rhett Ellison sent to help block on the edge throughout training camp. That's something that needs to happen week one. The running game needs to get going week run, week one. And if this offensive line struggles, well, then you have every right to look at this team and say, boy, they blew it. They should have done better on the offensive line. Sure. And I'll be right there at the front of the line saying it with you if they struggle. You know, I think nowadays we're more concerned with who's coming out against something rather than allowing it to just play out. I am not defending the Giants not doing anything up front in the offensive line. I'm trying to understand why they didn't do the things that some of you want them to do. And I understand it. And I get it. But if it backfires, then they'll pay consequences. Then there will be consequences to this offense. They need to perform better this year. Let's see September 10th. Let's see where they're at. Because right now, anything that happens over the next two and a half, three weeks, that's all it's about. It's about September 10th. Yes, there are battles every, every now and then. But you know what? 
The first thing you need is a guy getting hurt. And all of a sudden, you're going to look at it and go, why didn't we save him for September 10th? So if that's the case, then why are you flipping out about things that are happening on now August 18th? Just something to keep in mind. I will try to get you episodes of Locked on Giants this weekend. Again, the Giants practice on Saturday. My guess is I will get you a Locked on Giants tomorrow at some point. Uh, we'll try to do one on Sunday night to, so you have it first thing Monday morning. I'll be traveling to Cleveland, uh, so i got to see how that schedule works out. But I will attempt to do pre, pre-game and post-game Locked on Giants. It just depends on scheduling. Uh, if we don't get a post-game Locked on Giants on Monday night, we'll do one on Tuesday uh, as early as we can once I arrive back in New York. Uh, So appreciate you listening. Everybody have a great weekend. For those of you who can stick with us over the weekend, we appreciate it. Follow all of my coverage on NorthJersey.com and in the print editions of the record. Take care, everybody. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.